means truth. So tell me about your spiritual journey. Hey everybody, welcome to Top of Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick, The Conduit on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcast. I am so, so excited for my guest this week. I have Miss Judy Kay, Psychic Medium here. Uh, I am just thrilled to have you. I know that we have kind of tried to coordinate our schedules for some time, and it's finally here, and I'm so excited. I feel so supercharged. I'm wearing this crystal crown that I got. Um, my friend Amanda that lives here locally makes amazing uh, art, basically jewelry. And this crown was sitting on my altar where I have my Isis and everything. And it was like, wear me today. So I'm wearing the crown, especially for you, Judy. Welcome. It looks gorgeous. Welcome. It looks great. <laughs> so I uh, just, I want to just, kind of tell the, the story of how I met Judy. I It was my first uh, spiritual expo in Bordentown. I decided to offer my services there as uh, doing Reiki and mini card readings there. And I couldn't help but feel magnetized towards Judy and her little area in, in the expo. And she was, I think you were pretty much booked solid throughout the day, but I'm, I had to get some time in with Judy uh, I was really getting into my own spiritual work then, and I really needed some guidance, and I, I just felt her energy. Uh, and at the time, I was doing healings out of my apartment in Bordentown in my room, and I had another healer friend of mine say, oh, man, because I started having deceased people come through, and I said, oh, man, I think my room's a portal. Like, And he said, yeah, I think your room's a portal. So I asked Miss Judy, um, you know, during my reading, because she said, well, what do you want to know? And uh, I asked her that, and she put her hands on my shoulders, and she started laughing, as she does, because she's such a fun, like, you're always laughing, you're always fun. And uh, I'm like, oh, why is she laughing at me? I said, what are you laughing about? And she said, oh, honey, you, your room's not the portal, you're the portal. <laughs> and that was such a pivotal part of my spiritual journey. So ever since then, Judy and I have had this connection through the ethers. Um, she's a Reiki master healer as well. And I attended one of her full moon ceremonies uh, when I was still living in the Northeast area. And I just have always felt the magic of Judy Kay. So I had to obviously have her on my uh, Truth podcast. So that's my little intro uh, on, on you. So welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks, Lindsay. I'm so glad to see you. I'm upset that you moved so far away. <laughs> Your energy is also, you vibrate very high. You have a high vibration. Okay. And, um, and that, that's a gift. I mean, people can go uh, for decades trying to get to that level, and they'll, they can never reach it. I mean, people that have um, gifts that they've, they've, they have a, 
a small percentage that they try to sharpen, um, it's, it's still not going to get the vibration. The vibration has to come from spirit. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, no matter where you go, you can always, you know, get a little bit higher or it could also wane. If you, if you pack it up and put it in a little box, it can wane or it can wax and get larger and larger. But you have a very wonderful vibration and you're one of the people I never forgot. Now, I read thousands, you have to realize, over yeah. the years, I, it, it, if I ever had to count up, it would boggle my mind. Um, and I love it. And um, I would not do anything else. But the whole thing is there are some that um, you just remember. Why? Sometimes it's a previous life connection. That's mm-hmm. very important. You can do that. Or uh, high vibration souls recognize one another. But you're, you're right. A lot of people will sit down with me and they're guessing from what they read on Facebook or, or what this one says. I like how everybody's an empath. That's, that's one of my favorite ones. But I'm, I'm an empath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, there's other reasons. You might not be an empath, but you might be psychic and you're picking it up. You know, so it's good to have somebody that can really tell you the truth. And that's what I always try to achieve. And I'm happy for you. Except you moved too far away. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I remember your reading for me very clearly, like very clear messaging about um, my path and where I was going. And um, you even told me during that reading that I would be, you know, known up, up, like up and down the East Coast. And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about because I didn't see myself moving down here or anything like that. But it was just a cool connection. And I, yeah, I've always felt connected to you. And the Egyptian stuff is, of course, I think another one of our connections. Now, I know that you do ancient Egyptian healing. And I want, I, I want to talk about so many things <laughs> in this hour of time. I might have to bring you back. I'm just saying. But um, yeah, I felt I feel that that connection as well as far as the Egyptian, you know, my first tattoo ever was the onk at the top of my spine. Um, and I had no idea, you know, why I was getting these things until I continued on my path and, and you know, studied with Hathor and Isis. And, and by studied, I mean, like, prayed and meditated with the, <laughs> their energy signatures and uh, just learned their stories. So uh, I really want to dive into your spiritual journey, uh, how you came into your gifts and, and really just flow with what spirit wants to share through through this today with us. okay sounds good sounds okay good. my spiritual journey I, it really was never a journey um <laughs> it really wasn't I didn't have a choice yeah, I feel um, that way. my first my first time first thing I remember I was three years old and every single night there was a deceased gentleman standing over watching me now you know gifts are inherited usually from one side or the other. And this is on my mother's side. It's inherited, but everyone inherits it in different percentages. And the gifts are different. So some people have maybe a 20% gift. Some people might have a 60% gift. Um, So the whole thing is all I remember, three years old, every night. I mean, my teddy bear should have like imploded from me squeezing him. And the gentleman was nice. Because every time I would get scared, I throw the covers over my head. And when I took the covers down, he was back at the end of the room. And then he'd slowly make it up. Well, and I tell my mother and my grandmother, they couldn't figure out who he was. 
because I was three. What could I tell them? But then as soon as my great aunt died, she was with them. So it was my great uncle who died three years before me. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. So I guess, but then from what my mother tells me, I, I did other things even as an infant. So um, there was no journey. I was uh, basically put on the metaphysical train and here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when it comes to the Egyptian stuff, which um, I, I was never like in class, I just, anytime they went into like Mesopotamia or something, all of a sudden it was like Mesopotamia, you know, the Phoenicians, which is in Egypt, but you know, they, they traded and things like at the same time. So, um, I've always been drawn to Egypt, even as a small child. I've been to Egypt. I'm planning on going back soon. And uh, it, it's it's been one. It's it's been a journey, but it's never surprising. I I understand exactly what you're saying too, as far as like you didn't have a choice because somehow I have tried so many times, as you know, being my my friend as well, like to mm -hmm. block out my own gifts, like with dr excessive drinking or you know all those types of things and um I find it entertaining I guess when people are like yeah I think I'll do I think I'll be this and I think I'll sign up for this class and I'm like I didn't that wasn't my path you know to to being this and I'm still like adjusting to it um you know what I mean so I I have I feel that commonality with you and then also I've always felt drawn to Egypt since I was a kid as well mm -hmm. like I mean yeah the aunt is tattooed on me and I I was like 17 when I got that tattoo like I don't wow. and the placement on the body as well is I, I just learned recently that in tantric practices, they would hold the onk over their head, like, you know, and, and that's right where mine is. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I did that before, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, and then, yeah, so tell me more about how after, you know, you're three years old and you're on the train and then just, just these people just started like, hey, hi. Yeah, but I also know things that I shouldn't have known. Um, yeah. I, in fact, the neighbor one time got so fed up with me <laughs> that he went and told my parents I wasn't a child. I was a clone um, because um, he was trying to do something with the trunk of his car. And I was probably five, six. I don't remember how old I was. And I was telling him he was doing it wrong. <laughs> and, he's trying to talk, and this is a man that was in World War Two. <laughs> and um he just, he, he, he got, he looked at me and I saw him get real fed up and then he did it the way I said, see, it works. And I walked away Well, I found out later he went to my parents because it just kind of frustrated him that how does she know things? And, um, and the whole thing, it's not easy having a gift when you're a child and you go to somebody's house and you know things and it's like psychic messages, not, I'm not just a medium, I'm a psychic too. And I tell, and I accidentally say something, then no, like, oh, we don't want her here anymore. I mean, because people, well, you have to realize I was growing up in the 60s. <laughs> so um, times were different. Right now, everybody's like, oh, what do you see? What do you see? But back then, it was like, oh. Is that under the rug? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But get, getting back to what you said is when you take your first breath, in this lifetime, because as you know, I'm a big believer of past life, which I wasn't raised that way. You know, I went to Catholic schools and, you know, I've also been other denominations in the Christian faith. But 
the whole thing is when you take your breath, you have no choice. You have it or you don't have it. And there were times in my life that, yeah, I wanted to be normal. I did. I wanted to be normal. <laughs> and I tried to like pack it in the box and I'm not doing this anymore. And then, you know, I had to realize that um, when I, when I die, I don't want to hear, Judy, we gave you the gift. Why didn't you do anything with it? Because how horrible would you feel if that's what you hear when you go to the other side? We're all giving gifts and we're all here to help and love one another. So do I have a choice? No, I don't have a choice. Do you have a choice? No, you don't have a choice. You can try to, you know. I've <laughs> tried. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I've tried. <laughs> but you know what you said about turning to alcohol and drugs? With doing my, and I never did that. I, I Because when I would tell my mother and my grandmother lived with us, when I told them, they, they, they raised me. I was raised in such a wonderful home atmosphere that I was never afraid of my gift. I was never afraid of the deceased people. I've been in some haunted houses. I've worked with clearing some entities out. I've, I've seen demons. I fought against like demons in other people's homes. I've seen two that tried to mess with me that I got, I got rid of. And I'll just laugh at their antics. I laugh at them uh, because I will show them no fear. But what happens, and this is a very common thing, you weren't raised in like the home that I was. You know, your mom and your grandma, because they were used to it. My my mother had it. My grandmother had it. My great aunt had it. It was normal. You just don't talk about it outside the house. <laughs> I do believe that it is on my mother's side. And I'm, I can't remember if you confirmed that for me in my reading or not. But my aunt has seen things. Mm -hmm. My mom has had dreams and then they come true. And my grandmother has done some sleep talking and, and such. But I also was told by spirit that I'm here to clear my own ancestral curses and ancestral stuff. But mm. I don't know. I feel mm. like that type of, I also didn't really talk about what was going on with me. I just tried to deal with it on my own. So maybe it would have been different if I had shared, but uh, I definitely, you know, yeah, I don't know if it would have been different or not. It all depends who you shared it with though. Just like someone said that the room had a portal. See what I mean? And here yeah. the portal was the port. If you, no matter where you moved, there would have been a portal there. Cause you would have opened the portal. If there was a portal. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole thing is you have a lot of people wind up that have different gifts and they don't understand it. The percentage is very high that they turn to drugs and alcohol. That's a horrible shame. But maybe this, this metaphysical awakening we've had now for what, I guess, like 20 years, 15, 20 years, what's really, you know, surged again, will straighten that out. Um, because sometimes you just want to make the voices stop. Yeah. And also, like, so as you know, I'm on, like, a sober journey. I have 89 days sober Good for right you. now. And it'll be more than that when this actually airs, which I'm so grateful and blessed for. And the funny thing or not funny thing is you, you're, you reside in the Northeast and you spoke to me and you were like, yeah, there's nothing. You have to stop. There's nothing anymore. And then a local medium here that I know said the same exact thing to me at the same time. And I was like, okay, like I, I'm getting the message. 
but now that I'm so clear, right, when people tell me things, like, some of them are, it's heavy. I just, like, I can't, I'm trying to learn how to control, like, I cry, like, I can feel it so, so much, and it's been, like, super intense in that way, like, when they're sharing, like, I don't know, it's been intense for me all of a sudden again. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that it was like this intense, if that even makes any sense. It makes sense, but what is like what I what I've done over these decades is I take control. I don't let my gift control me. I take mm -hmm. control. What I say is unacceptable behavior. Okay. If I have a spirit messing with me, messing with me, and I'm not at doing a reading for somebody else, and what I like to call them are drive-bys, otherwise known as the dead people. There are dead people that roam the earth. I mean, they are. Um, because they just don't want to go to the light. I mean, you take somebody that has, um, a lot of times, a lot of your atheists, for I've noticed also, is they don't want to believe in the afterlife or a higher power because they don't want to hear it. Um, and you, you have the people that will not want to go home because they don't want to hear it from their family. So, you know, when they see that great light, they don't want to walk towards the light because they don't want to hear it. <laughs> now, I just tell them it's unacceptable behavior. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And they do. If you do it correctly, they will leave you alone. The whole thing here is you have to control your gift. You have to control. It's almost like you're in a classroom. You're the teacher. If you had some kid running around, picking up everybody's books and papers and throwing them in there, what, throwing them in the air, what would you do? I would say, get it together. <laughs> like, or, no. you know, in, in, not in that way. <laughs> no, I'd be. That's what came out. I'm sorry. But I would say, like, obviously you would have to discipline them or, or set a boundary for them or, yeah, put them, you know, not put them in their place, but. Like, you can't be acting like that. It's not okay. Yeah. You got to tell them, out. You're out. That's what I've been There's feeling. No hands or butts. Out. I've been feeling that, late, that way lately in general about my energy. Um, like, just, yeah, I had an experience. I shared this on the podcast that aired uh, when this airs. It'll be last, the last podcast. Okay. Uh, basically, I was working a job, and my intuition kept telling me that it was an unsafe place, and I had to go. And I kept having, mm -hmm. yes, it was very intense for me. And I was, I wasn't ignoring it. I said, okay, I hear you. So I was looking for another job, and I prayed to God and Archangel Michael on Saturday, and I said, do I need to have this job anymore? And the first thing that happened was I couldn't find my car keys to get there, so I was late. The second thing that happened was I went to ask a manager a question, just a calm question, and his response was putting the middle finger in my face. So Ooh. I calmly was like, I'm going to go now. Even though I didn't have all the money for my bills, I was like, I trust God. I'm not supposed to be here anymore. Whether And, and those signs are going to keep getting worse, you know? Right. And mm -hmm. so I had managers beg me and other servers beg me to stay. But I said, if I stay, I'm accepting that type of vibration. And I'm not okay with that. So I left. But I feel like I guess I have to do that with the spiritual realm as, as well. But I don't know. I feel like we do, you know, we have to, um, I feel like we determine how people treat us in a way. Like we have to set those boundaries and parameters. And maybe I think some people might have thought I was insane for quitting when I did, but 
I still did it. <laughs> yeah, but you have to realize when something down the road would be very negative for you. Yeah. Spirit will shut every door. So you, you know, you might have really deterred something very bad happening to you. Yeah. So you always, I always listen to spirit. If I don't feel like um, something's not right or whatever like that, I just won't, I won't go in. I've had it at a bank robbery one time and I didn't listen to spirit. <laughs> I, it was, this is back in the set. I think it was probably about 1975 or 76. Um, I had my dancing school, beautiful day. I walked to the bank and I saw two gentlemen standing outside the bank and talking. I also had to go across the street to the drugstore and spirit and somebody spirit. I don't know who the heck told me, but they said, they're going to rob the bank, go to the drugstore. And smart <laughs> beauty said, oh no, they wouldn't stand out in front of the, the bank if they're going to rob it. That's silly. And they get said, don't go to the drugstore. Well, you know, when you're 17, well, I guess I've been, no, I must've been like 18, maybe 19 years old. I'm still going to go in the bank. I get in the bank, I get in line. And before I know it, there's a 38 snub nose right behind me. Holy <laughs> shit. And then the other guy was with him. He flipped over the bank counter with like a dirty Harry revolver. And I was oh, like, okay, I should have gone to the drugstore first. So I learned my lesson. Yeah. How many Early. times I've learned that lesson of they tell me something and I'm like, no, I'll do it my way. And then the situations I've ended up in. And so this just felt, and then I found out that someone had actually been shot in the building. So I don't know if it was that energy or it was just a lot of things for me. And the money was so good there too. So it was very, it was very hard for me to like walk away from that. But I trust that I'm, I'm still like, I don't know what I'm doing and I keep praying, but I know I wasn't supposed to be there anymore. Like it was weird. It was really weird. I kept feeling like something bad was going to happen and I couldn't control. Well, I, could, I couldn't control that. And it wasn't like a anxiety attack feeling. It was more of like a, yeah, this isn't good here. And I don't really know why yet. And, and I was talking to somebody else, like, do the details even matter? Of, no. of, the intuition, in, of the intuitive hits like for example my last partner I had an intuitive hit that he was cheating on me and I never shared it with him um I kept it to myself but I I was like no no that can't be because there was no proof and then come to find out yes he had cheated on me and whether he did or not what I knew in that moment was you don't trust him you have to go and then more will be revealed, which it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Spirit is never wrong. Spirit sometimes doesn't say, excuse me, I need to talk to you for a minute. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> we, need, we need to sit down and have a talk about this person or that location or whatever. They don't do that. No. What they're just going to do is just going to come in and it's going to come in. And if it comes in once, then you might go, eh. comes in twice, um, that's it. Yeah, um, there's a situation that, like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess I also love to, to kind of, right now I'm trying to figure out what's the difference between fear and the knowing, because I do know a lot of things, but sometimes, well, I guess it goes back to do the details even matter, because 
if you know on a general way, in a general way, the details of, of the rest don't matter. You, I, I don't know if that even is making sense. That I'm a I feel little like I'm lost really in, in the energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I'm a little lost in to answer that one. So the fear of what? The fear of knowing? The fear of what they're saying is correct? I yeah, um, I guess it's like, is it like, is it just like, how do I determine if it's my stuff, my story versus, <laughs> okay, that is the truth. This isn't some bullshit. Okay. Now, um, I can read other people flat out and easy, easy. It's just, it's like a day yeah. of the park. Okay. Yeah. That that's fine because I'm doing it self. But when you get into with yourself, then you have you put in messages mixed in with emotion and fears. Correct. Yeah. So like say you everyone knows that my husband's had a lot of operations. He was on dialysis for six years. We almost lost him a couple times. Um, and then he got the kidney transplant. He's doing good. Still needs surgery. But you know, as a as a loving wife that I am. <laughs> I worry. So how do I get through that? Okay. How do I get through that? Um, I've actually, during my husband's sick times, we'd be at an expo and other readers would be coming over to me and say, um, he's not going to be here for long, just so you know. And I'd be fine. And I'd read all day, you know, because um, I knew that really wasn't the truth. I knew he, at times, he really looked like he would, I don't know, I don't think you ever saw him at that point. No, I didn't. Um, yeah. And a couple of times he'd come to the expo and he looked like he was knocking on death's door. But I, you know what? I could still talk to him either way. So now I'm not kidding. <laughs> but the whole thing is he did. And they would tell me that. And um, no, but I did have one of my, one of my um, most wonderful friend. We were sisters in a past life. Excellent reader. And, um, you know, and I, I said to her, I said, I need the truth. And she says, he's not going anywhere. And he isn't. He said, he's still here in the house right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But how did I get through the times in the hospital? Card. My tarot card. Now, as a person with a gift, fears, and you have emotions. At that point for yourself, yeah, you do have to pull out the cards. Let spirit guide your hand. I love that. Yeah, and it's, it's gotten me through a lot. Hmm? It is hard sometimes for me. Um, maybe it's maybe it's not hard. Maybe it's just things that I I think I know for me I can I think I can pick up on past lives energies between people, and it's mm-hmm. like. And then I confuse it with this life. Like, okay, so I'm working on that. Just, I'm working on it. I don't even know, like you said, like before we recorded, you're like, I haven't even scratched the surface, which terrifies the fuck out of me. (laughs) I actually, yeah, I was in Wilmington last year. I went into the shop I'd never been in and I was cashing out. And the girl said, are you a medium? And I was like, I looked around because I'm like, I don't want anyone to know or listen. And I said, I, I think so. She said, oh, no, I, I can see it in your field, but you're not you're not ready yet. It's not fully open yet. And I was like, I don't want it. I'm scared. You know what? It, it is a double-edged sword. I will say having the psychic gift and being a medium is a double-edged sword. There's no getting around that. It is a double. It, it, is, it is a double-edged sword. It is all. Yeah. 
it's hard when you're on the spiritual path to like be in relationships as well sometimes. Oh yeah. Like when John <laughs> and I were dating, Leo, let's see, we, I guess we met like almost 20 years ago and, right? and we dated for a while. And, you know, I always have um, stuff going on in my house, like banging on the wall and different stuff. And, and I thought, okay, when do you tell them? When do you tell them? And, and I'm thinking, okay, well, we're talking about moving in together. And I'm like, oh, sweet Lord, what am I going to do here? So we had we to sit down and kind of have the talk. So I think, well, you know, I got to tell you something and whatever. And as soon as I started telling him about how I was born this way, um, and you're familiar with South Jersey, correct? Oh, yeah. And you know, you know, Route 55 that they built, I guess, from like, uh, I think Millville all the way up to Deptford. Yeah. Route 55? Okay. Yeah. Well, when that was being built, it even made to the newspaper how haunted it was <laughs> back in the day. So he's sitting there and he's looking at me, he goes, well, wait until you t I tell you what I saw. <laughs> He's driving on 55, and it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. It's still dark outside. And there was an Indian on a horse riding right next to his car. Yeah. <laughs> so I was so panicked to tell him. And he's cool. No matter what happens. He's seen things fly. He's had stuff that has disappeared, been put back. I mean, we have things that actually literally fly. And all I do is laugh and say, oh, that was a good one. Like high five to dead people. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he's good. So it is hard with the relationship. So there, there's always somebody out there that's acceptable. <laughs> but spirit sends them to you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know where that person is yet. <laughs> well, he's not supposed to be here. And that's fine. You know, spirit's not going to give you... Mr. Right or Ms. Right until you're on your track. Oh, that that hits. That definitely makes sense <clears throat> because mm -hmm. I'm finally in acceptance of I I'm gonna live a substance free life and be clear conduit and clear <laughs> uh, channel for for them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you'll <laughs> you'll find that you don't need anything. You won't need anything like that. But if you get into a, a relationship, what happens to everything else around you? It falls to the wayside because you're in a, you're in a relationship and you're happy. Mm -hmm. So spirit's not going to mess up what they have planned for you by giving you such a distraction. Yeah, that's true. They're right. going to put okay. me on my path. And then once I'm in the path, solid in the path. Well, I they can only guide you. You're the one that has to walk the plank. Hmm. Now, the plank, you're not going to fall off the edge of the plank, but you have to look at it when you're getting deeper into your gift, and Spirit's just showing me this vision now. If you had to walk, like, across a big drop from one side, say, of the mountain to the other side of the mountain on a wooden plank, and it's foggy, you just walk the plank. It doesn't matter. You don't look down. Don't look up. Trust spirit. You just walk the walk. Wow. That's, that just gave me chills. <laughs> right. Because I came from spirit. That's why I gave you chills. Yeah. Don't worry about what the other, what the end of the plank looks like. Just keep walking the plank. You don't need to know what's under you. You don't need to know what's above you. You don't need to know what's beside you. 
just keep one, one, one step, one step, one step. And when you get there, it'll be wonderful. I love that so much. And I hope that people that are watching or listening, if the message resonates with them as well. I feel like it is important for us to sometimes have this blind, because it is what you said, if, if it's foggy, you can't see where you're going or where you've been or anything. You're just in the present one step at a time moment. I think that's an amazing message for for listeners, viewers as well, to wherever you're at, you know, um, trust, trust. You have to, but what you have to watch out for too, is you have to realize there's evil energies in the world. You can't talk about good without realizing the bad. So you have to realize, and they, here's a question, how do you know? That is the good plank and not something that something evil put out there for you. How do you know? Well, when you go, you'll, you'll have a more sense of, what's the word? Peacefulness. Spirit will give you peacefulness. Yeah. The calm, calmness. The yeah. calm peacefulness. Like when I walk into it, I, I don't really do this now because I'm too busy. And I'm not getting any younger. I used to go in houses where there was like demon stuff and stuff. And I didn't, That's I, I, a wasn't, lot. I, was, I wasn't even afraid. I'm like, I'm ready for you. Let's go. <laughs> Bring on your best game. And I was, that was the way I was. So notice how I had a peacefulness. Even though I was revved up, I had a peacefulness that nothing was going to happen to me. Because I was working with all good energy around me that I didn't, that I was given and I was being you know, encircled by. So if you're walking the plank and you feel a peacefulness, now you can still be a little nervous, but it's going to be a little peacefulness of spirit. That is when you're on the right walk. If you go to something and say, well, like, okay, say, um, okay, here, here's, here's a good example. I, if I, and I always tell people, I would get an F or a D on an astrology test. <laughs> I would. And why? Because when I was um, in high school and I thought, well, you know, if I can do all this, I'm able to learn astrology and I'll know that too. But back in the day, we didn't have cell phones. So we had to go get these books and we had to look up all these dates and all where the planets were. And it was like a science or a math project. And I said, the heck with this. So if I decide tomorrow that, you know what, I'm going to be an astrologist. <laughs> spirit would look at me and say the heck you are <laughs> because that's not my path and I say to myself sometimes you know I should know what sign this is <laughs> if somebody gave me a birthday like um say like January 19th truth of the matter is I'm not even sure what sign that is I honestly have no clue uh -huh. <laughs> right but that's not my path so with that I'd be like I don't know spirit's going to clog me up on that because that's not my path. I feel also like with my last job, I was just referencing, I felt a lot of chaotic energy. Like I was unsettled. I felt unsafe. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I actually just started a new job last night where it felt like, uh, like I felt safe there. The my One of my tables was, uh, you know, these amazing beings from France. One of my favorite places like literally on earth like we talked about Paris and they're telling me how I need to go back there and 
just you know and it seemed like the money might not be as good as this mm-hmm. other place but I'm still like okay and then um yeah the interesting thing is like what what is your take on like tests tests because like yesterday I was at this new job and two other managers from different places were like oh hey yeah come in come in here and I'm like well fuck now now what do I choose you know I don't know that sounds crazy but you mean like if you're at a place that you feel comfortable with should you move yeah again um when it comes to you like if you're reading somebody else that that's a very I can just look at them and just say what spirit says immediately yeah but it's you yeah so what do you do cars and ask the cars <laughs> i it's hard it it really is now everybody it, can they say can you read yourself um yeah i can read myself can i say what's going to happen to john or what's going to happen here or what's going to happen there yeah i can do that but when you have the little will could i should i you know and you get that little thing even though you know you're in a good spot listen to spirit that's all you have to do. Everything I do, I listen to spirit. Well, There's nothing I don't do. One was like, I also got a message about one of the places before I even heard back from them that it was like, this happened there and it just felt like a no. But the other place right now is kind of like a maybe. Well, don't forget, it's always nice to have another ace in the back of your pocket. So in a back pocket. So, I mean, hold it. You can't do everything. You know, can spirit offer you more than a cup, a choice of a few nice things? Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. So for right now, this is working, you know, probably stick with that. You know, you can't keep, you can't keep jumping ship. But if spirit puts you there in the first place, stay there for a while. It's like my office. I was so busy here in the house. I did readings here in the house. John couldn't get in around the house and I was mad. He made me get an office. I was barely talking to him for two weeks. And cause I mean, I liked working out of my house, you know, you have yeah. to realize in between readings, I could do, put a load in the washer and then put, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was convenient. And um, I didn't like that first office at all. And he kept saying, why don't you like, I said, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then all of a sudden spirit had somebody come to me and tell me about this other uh, beautiful office in Cherry Hill. And um, it's been wonderful ever good. since. And the energy there is even people that just come in the office. It's like the energy is amazing. The other office, I could build the energy where it was good, but I couldn't get it to that vibration. Mm-hmm. I did. I think I've been to that Cherry Hill office, right? Yes. I that's the one. That one. I do like that one. You should see it now. <laughs> I've redecorated a tad. <laughs> oh, I would love to. I would love to see it. And yeah. Um, yeah, I know usually we're not quite at the hour yet, but I do want to share that at the end or, or whenever about how people can contact you and how they can book readings with you um, in person. And I don't know if you, I'm sure, do you offer virtual too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Zoom, Facebook. And the funny part, this is, this is hysterical, Lindsay. I'll have somebody drive three and a half hours one way for a reading. And then I'll have somebody 15, 20 minutes from my office that wants the remote. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I guess you never know. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and I do some expos. I mean, I, I, I don't do as many as I used to. I like it because we have friends that we get to see at the expos and clients yeah. that I dearly love, you know, and I like to see them. But it's nice working out of the office. It really is. 
Mm -hmm. So you got to come back up here at least for a visit. I know. Yeah, I will. And I'll have to let you know when I'm up there. Um, something else just came to me. So when you're dealing with all this energy work, like what are some of your like energetic cleansing practices or, um, yeah, how do you keep, well, I know that you have that energy of I'm safe and I'm protected already. And so nothing kind of messes with you, but is there anything else that you do or want to share about that? I never, I never think, or I never say to myself, I'm protected. I'm safe. And I'm, I never, no, I never think that I never say that. I just know that I am. Oh, it, it, it's like, um, like you have your crown on now. I'm sure it's beautiful. I love you in it. You know, I'm really liking that. I might wind up getting one myself, but yes. the whole thing is, you know how you still know you have that on your head. Yeah. But you don't think about it, right? You just, no. you just feel it. It just, it's in the back. That's the way it is. I've always been been protected. Um, I had, this is another good one. I had a, a demon lick my leg one time. That Ooh. was interesting. Now, that grossed me out, but I didn't get scared. <laughs> but it was gross. I could still, like, feel it. <laughs> oh, man. Just trying to mess with me. And uh, needless to say, that didn't stay around. But, and I don't, I mean, I've only had demons mess with me a couple times over my lifetime mostly they start running before I get there so and the way I like to say it they're not afraid of Judy Judy's nothing to be afraid of it's he who is with me they don't want to mess with whoa I just got chilled I don't come alone so when you see me I'm not alone um what I've been given and a lot of people don't I'm not going to get into this too deep but when I was born, I was also given other um, groups of spirits. I was, I was, uh, okay. Uh, a friend of mine who's rare, I have to say a friend, we might see each other once every three or four years. And usually if we see each other, we'll be like someplace and like, oh my God, because <laughs> we, you know, we're going to do lunch. And then six, eight months later, yeah, we're going to do lunch. And we never do. But the whole thing is one time, I was sitting with her and I asked her a question and uh, she looked up and all of a sudden I saw her mouth do this. And I mean, she, she was ready to answer a question I answered because I, I wanted some insight on something. She's a psychic medium also. And I get this. And I went, oh, you see him, don't you? <laughs> she goes, yeah. She went, no, she didn't even say that. She goes, that's scary. Um, I like to call them, um, I guess, in a way, it, I, what she saw, they look like thugs, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they're ancient. They're very ancient. They haven't been on earth. They haven't, they've lived lives, but they haven't lived lives for hundreds and hundreds of years. And they protect me. Oh. So when she, and I don't even know how many of them there are. I was also given that. Some people that are psychic mediums can't work with evil. They weren't given that gift to work with evil. So when evil comes in, that wasn't your gift. You can't do that. So like, you know, when you're in that other place that you were working, well, what I'm picking up is it wasn't just the people that were, you know, not that nice. You probably had negative spirits in there and that you didn't even see them or feel them because they're like 
some of them will bob and weave you. They don't want you to see and they'll bob and weave. And so spirit just got you out of there. Yeah. I had a friend of mine who's super clear say to me that there was something that had its eyes on me in there. And I don't mm -hmm. know what that meant, but I felt yeah. it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. See ya. <laughs> Yeah, now there are a couple places that I won't go. I, there are some places I won't go. Um, the only places I, and there's probably, I think I think I might know three places that I'd say that's it, I'm on. And mostly the reason is, is there's too many of them to deal with, too many negative um, deceased people or something to deal with. I mean, and it's, I always look at it this way. That's not my monkeys. That's not my circus. So I'm not going to get involved in that and spin my wheels when I am extremely outnumbered. Mm -hmm. And I'm not supposed to be there for any reason. See mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you, the original question was, how do I protect myself? Well, one, I don't have to. But um, here's another one. And you know this also. You've done, you've done psychic expos. Mm -hmm. And how many times have you gone to a psychic expo and some readers or healers are sitting around not doing anything? Yeah. Nobody's coming to them. And then other ones are busy, 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 busy. Yep. And a lot of people will say, I've been drawn to you. I've been drawn to you. Why spirit guides and their deceased loved ones are going, oh, that one, oh, that one, oh, that one. <laughs> or no, not, not that one, not that one. So what happens when you go into an expo? If I have to protect myself anywhere, it's probably going into an expo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and John said to me, and we were doing expos for years, and he goes, why do you always walk in there? And kind of look miserable. And I said, you have no idea what I'm fighting when I walk in that building. Because I'm so busy. And I'm not, I try not, I'm, I, mean, I should be, I guess, I'm, a spirit told me to say this. And it, I'm not trying to say anything bad. I don't want to say anything bad here. But if people are, all right, let's put it this way. Lindsay, when you go to an expo or a fair or something, how many people have read a book or two and they're there trying to charge people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I see it. Okay. Yeah. I see <laughs> right. it a lot. I see yeah. it a lot. So you have the, the people that want to do it that might have a gift that can still throw bad, let's call it juju. So I'm never worried about the dead people. I'm not even worried about the demons. I'm worried more about the living people. Yeah. <laughs> so what I do, and the easy way I do it, um, and I said to John, I said, I just have to shut this down, shut this down, shut this down, shut this down. In fact, I ran into um, somebody that was um, working at the expos that let me see that they were putting something um, evil on me during an expo. They, oh this is back, I mean, this person actually was doing this at me. Oh, my gosh. And I just sat there and smiled. <laughs> well, guess what? That person doesn't do expos anymore, and I'm flourishing. Spirit takes care of them. But the whole thing here is, at the expos, I will wear my selenite bracelet and my black onyx bracelet. Because oh, yeah. that way, I can shut down what I have to do. I can now walk in, be a little friendlier. And I am. I'm, I'm actually going in there with myself because I have shut it down there. Where I have my bracelets on, I can forget it. Good. But selen selenite's my one to go to, and black onyx is my other protection bracelet that I wear. I love it. I also have um, like a selenite necklace and onyx mm -hmm. and everything. And um, yeah, it is the living, I think, that the free will and everything that we have to be concerned about. But um, 
Is there anything else that you want to share? Like we're coming up on the hour. I do. I do want you to share how can people get a reading with you and how can people connect with you? Okay. Well, it's real easy to connect with me. Um, my website is judyk.net and that is J-U-D-Y-K-A-Y.net. My website has all my services and my prices on there. You can either contact me through the website. Um, you can, I'm on Facebook constantly every Sunday. Well, maybe not every Sunday, but some Sundays I do a Facebook live. Um, and that's Judy K. Psychic Medium page. And that's on Sundays at eight. And you can always call or text me 856-725-3588. Awesome. Well, I have been loving this conversation and perhaps there should be a part two and um, hopefully, you know, the listeners, the viewers, if you feel the call and resonate, definitely reach out to Judy. She's amazing. I'm so grateful to know you. And I'm so grateful that you, uh, you know, gave your time and your story today for Top of Tuesday. So thank you so much. Lindsay, thank you so much for having me. I really have missed you. Oh, really I missed you too. And we didn't run into each other that often. We honestly no. didn't. But we have a connection, and um, and we have to build on that because spirit told us both. So we have to not just here on this, but uh, and you have to you have to start, um, you know, pedaling harder on the journey. And remember, never look back. It's all forward. Thank you. Don't be afraid of anything. Thank you so much. I hope everyone has a blessed week. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, Lindsay, you look lovely with your crown. I love it. Thank you. Everyone take care.